Welcome, one and all, to this jokeless intro to the episode of (laughs) Red by Daylight, your favorite podcast about the lore of Dead by Daylight characters that you don't feel like reading the lore of. I'm Gavin Gaddis, the person who did not write a joke for the beginning of this intro. (laughs) My pronouns are they, them. I do not know which one of my other co-hosts to throw to, so I'm stalling for time. Kara. Uh, Great. (laughs) Hi. (laughs) What's your opinion on cults? I try to avoid them. Um, I also uh, think a lot of things are cults that aren't labeled as cults. It's a hot um, take from Caroline mm-hmm. Minks, they, them. Hi. Hi. I, I, I do know a weird amount about them uh, because I go down rabbit holes every so often. And then I'll just be like, ooh, today I'm going to learn all about this one. And then I'm bothered for days. Let's be real. Like cult stuff is like if in the in the spectrum of true crime at the top, you've got yeah. that like that guilty pleasure like serial mm-hmm. killer basic bitch nonsense that everyone gets way too into but then the next yeah. step down on like socially acceptable true crime is cult oh <laughs> yeah if yeah the cult doesn't kill anybody. i i would uh, hey cold burkhart he him hey. uh, i was gonna say if i was not a monster fucker i know for sure i'd be a cult fucker yes yeah uh, i like fictional serial killers not actual <laughs> serial killers yeah, as a concept, it's like, okay, that can be interesting to, as, like, a, a thing to, like, write about or read about. In practice, in real life, it's a bit much. Uh-huh. I, I saw a um a TikTok that got sent to me that was basically, like, the only reason y'all are monster fuckers or serial, serial killer fuckers is because you secretly still have suicidal ideation, and this oh. is just a great way to uh, Mitch Tinkson do it. And uh, I, I felt seen. Nice. <laughs> And that's speaking, your introduction. Speaking of things combined together, let's talk about today's <gasps> today's God. very special killer. Uh, oh, this Lord. is a killer who was banned! Exclamation mark parentheses gone sexual not, question not, mark not uh, banned. I swear to fucking God, I hate it. Here. He was removed. Uh, you've heard me complain about this multiple times on the show by now. He was removed from the game due to glitches for a while, much like Nurse was when we started <laughs> all those many months ago. Um, so. Today we're going to talk about Dredge that Caro has heard me talk about and has seen oh, once yeah, yeah. by accident. The, the the dressy. No recollection. Well, here he oh, is. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> no. I must have blocked yeah. that. There he's, it is. Uh, he's a bit of a cunt face. Yeah, there's, there's definitely <sighs> some Yonic energy in there. Get him a jade egg. Okay. Shove it right <laughs> on up. Gwyneth Paltrow is about to make a Goop lot of money. Goop that thing, baby. What do you think those stalls are for? Oh, Come true. on, y'all. What do you think the stalls true. are for? <laughs> we gotta talk about the skulls. <laughs> They're like $3,000 a piece from Goop. Today we're talking about the dredge. And as usual, I'm going to talk about the gameplay implications and mechanics of the character. And then we're going to have Caro sort of guess what the I hell hate this looking at this thing. is. Um, he's, he's just a funky guy. Look it, at him. It, I, saw I don't want meme. to. I saw a Tumblr meme that was just a screenshot of the dredge, uh, and it just says in meme format, like, it's, 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 pronouns, it's not mm-hmm. that hard. <laughs> it, God, it, We're teaching people it, neo-pronouns. Yeah. Um, this is the part where Cole makes a snarky comment about the name of the weapon. The main weapon of the dredge is oh. not an appendage. Oh, no. <laughs> and it is spelt like that. For those of you out in audio land, K-N-O-T-T-E-D. Um, well, <laughs> so the basic look of the dredge, I think we must say, just because I don't think the image really gives it <laughs> the total vibe. 
Caro is currently seeing the top half of the dredge, which is arguably the most intense. Uh, the bottom half of dredge is more of an, a smoke cloud. Think of the monster mm-hmm. from Lost kind of situation. Okay. So, like, this thing is sort of phased what? halfway into reality where you're seeing all that. You're seeing that on screen right now. But then what you can't really tell against the black background that I keep these slides on for some reason, that there's also just sort of, like, some vapor coming off of it. The yeah, the okay. dredge is almost synonymous with the fog in, yes. in, in the way it presents itself. I'm not saying okay. that's necessarily a... It's not necessarily a, a lore tip I just gave you, but it's like they've the developer's f- behavior physically has black fog coming out of it constantly. Yes, it um, is ev- evocative of the fog. Like, um, it has like, no like feet. Pigpen it is not from touching Charlie the Brown. ground. Yes, kind of like that. Okay, yeah. and it's hovering technically. <laughs> it's at got all no times. feet. So, so no feet. <laughs> so no feet. No danglers this time. Uh, you'll have to go to Overwatch for that one. So Yeah, for all the grippers. Yeah, for them grippers. Uh, <laughs> on a guy who absolutely earned his grippy socks. So we have... That is that is a Sigma joke for Cole and Cole alone. Okay. All right. And it worked on him. He's, he's giggling, but I'm, he's got I'm lost. <laughs> we had a suicidal ideation joke earlier, and then I made a, a, a psychiatric institution joke. We're doing We're great doing great. <laughs> this is a very special episode the main very special episode uh the main weapon is just it looks like a scythe but made of hands and i I think that's the least disgusting way i can explain Mm -hmm. what the main weapon looks like Mm -hmm. but it's it's got that classic scythe look to it but there's like fingers curved over the top of where the blade is and shit uh Everything on Dredge is made of flesh and bone, so that that's yeah, that's what we're and also so uh, r- rope to tie everything together. Uh, we we do be ropey, uh, especially I... the people on Rule Thirty Four at the end. Yeah, of the I noticed. Uh-huh. I noticed the well. I of course I'm looking at it and I was like, why is the rope tied like we're making a pot roast? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm a cook, so that's where I go. Yeah. In, in a sense. You've probably, I've probably mentioned why I love Dredge to you in the past, Kara, but to to sort of bring it back around. The main (laughs) power of the Dredge is Reign of Darkness. Mm -hmm. And what happens because of Reign of Darkness is you have the ability as the killer to just at any time hit a button and it basically leaves... In the same way that Spirit leaves a version of herself behind that's doing the jerky, jerky Japanese ghost walk, Beetlejuice oh, reference. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, she does a little, like, animation while she's sitting there to, like, fool your friends, fun at parties. Um, instead of going invisible and walking around, you mm-hmm. leave the remnant behind and you lose vision, except for all of the... Uh, you just see black, but then you see Ooh. all of the lockers around the map in white. For for D and D folks, you can blink to a locker. You just whoop, into that. You teleport <gasps> over to that locker. So Dredge's whole thing is hmm. the ability to teleport around the map and go to the lockers. Now survivors can counter this because whenever the Dredge is the killer, the lockers also have an interactable lock. So okay. if a survivor walks up, they can slide a piece of metal over to lock it shut. If if you teleport into a locked locker and try to escape. The dredge will make a lot of noise and it'll physically shake the locker around to make <laughs> oh, it very grumpy. Visibly, oh, it's and like a haunted house. 
It is. It's a haunted house prop, and then the dredge is like, um, and comes out of it. If it's not locked, the dredge can just leave. Now, the real fun is when there's a survivor in the locker who didn't know you were about to teleport into it. Uh, The lockers (laughs) start shaking, but also they yell, and you come out of the locker with them on your shoulder so you can go hook them. Mm-hmm. It is some real horror movie mm-hmm. shit. Mm-hmm. <sighs> it's real good. It's rough. It's phenomenal. It's um, but also what's happening in the background on top of the whole teleporting around the map thing is Nightfall. Nightfall is mm-hmm. an extremely controversial at launch mechanic Ooh. where um, and there's some accessibility conversations to be had about this. Yeah. The dredge is constantly filling a meter and when you hit somebody or you successfully like kick a gen or something it increases mm-hmm. a little bit more a little bit faster and when the nightfall meter fills night falls for everyone on the map and it basically just brings their brightness down way 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 low and it makes it harder for them to see okay um, except the dredge can see everyone with a white aura within a certain mm-hmm. radius so basically it makes it difficult for them to see anything but you can see the shit out of them <laughs> It's got night vision, baby. It's got night vision. Uh, so Dredge is really good at taking advantage of that because you can see where they're running. You can sort of, you can get a better idea of where they're going while they don't know what the hell they're seeing. And sometimes they run into you because they can't see you. Uh, it happens. And uh, I know it says special attack, the gloaming. It's called that on the wiki, but the gloaming is really the name for the version of you that's left behind when you hit the button to teleport. Because what you Mm. can do, there is arguably a tactic here of you're in a chase with a survivor, they're being a doofus and keeping you in a loop to waste your time. You hit the button to teleport and it leaves the gloaming behind, which is just a copy of you that looks different, basically. Um, If the survivor were to just be like, I'm going to stay by the gloaming because that person's teleporting away, you can then hit a button to cancel come back to the gloaming and then hit them if you want it's a tactic that has worked i guess yeah i don't do it because i got i don't (laughs) see many people do it i got better shit to do the fuck around with the survivor who's Mm. doing a fun little loop with the dredge of all people they're doing a bit they're doing a bit just let them do a bit just Mm -hmm. really just that that perfectly encapsulates everything about survivors i dislike in one (laughs) phrase they just do bits (laughs) the survivors who do bits are the worst ones Mm -hmm. um here we have perk time one of these i love Mm. dearly uh so we have disillusion uh which basically means that after injuring a survivor uh this this uh perk activates for about 12 to 20 seconds Mm -hmm. which basically means that if a survivor vaults over a pallet while they're inside your terror radius the pallet breaks um fuck you (laughs) yeah uh it it's pretty good if you are someone who uh would stand not to be stopped (laughs) Um, like, uh, like the Oni. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, so, uh, after that is darkness revealed, which basically means that when you search a locker, these, the, or you get to see auras of all the survivors within, uh, eight meters of any locker that get revealed to you for about five seconds. This one's my pride and joy. I love the shit out of this thing. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Pair this with Uh, Huntress. Oh, it's amazing. Yes. Because you just refill your uh, hatchets at a locker and you automatically get an update on like mm. where they are. 
and you have few enough hatchets that you are often at lockers. Oh, okay. Uh, It's very good. Um, I'm actually a big fan of its next perk, which is septic touch. Very good. Which means that whenever a survivor performs a uh, a healing action when they're inside your terror radius, uh-huh. uh, they become uh, blinded and exhausted. Uh, and that lasts for about 10 seconds after the healing action is interrupted or stopped mm. or completed. Uh, which is is very good for when you also teleport to a locker and it's pitch black. And on top of that p- pitch black, survivors are... Uh, blind and can't run uh very good if you teleport often Hmm. very fun perks and now for the part uh we've all been waiting for kara what the fuck is going on (laughs) with this character i uh, i you know what i bet kara's going to get this oh yeah like i I have every faith in them for getting close i don't think i'm going to (laughs) i don't think i'm going to Mm -hmm. because i i truly i'm looking at this Thing, I'm like, I don't know. Looks like fell into a vat of something weird <laughs> that made something weird happen, and now he looks like that, and he's just floating around septicking people. I don't know. I'm well, and you said like a scythe made of bones. Yes, there's a, a lot knot, with this the one. Knotted it, not, not, yes, it, there's a lot happening here. There is a it, lot. <laughs> it, it, it do it do look like an and, AI prompt for something. <laughs> Well, and you kind of gave me the hint of cults. Yes, I did. Unless that was just a fun little topic of conversation. No, which we... If I click advance on this slide, <laughs> like, it will give the warning that the that this thing's <laughs> lore is cults. Because it's that thing where it's like, don't poke me because I will talk about them. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, were I to venture a guess, which is the nature of this show... Um, I would assume this is someone or something um, that has become the center of a, a, a either a leader of or the thing that is being worshipped by, which is not always the same thing. Um, sometimes it's both. Sometimes it's not. Um, I think this could go either way. I would guess not the one leading but the one being worshipped by. Um, So, like, the central figure of some kind of, like, death cult uh, where there are, maybe there are, like, sacrifices and that's where the bones come from. I'm not getting super creative with this one. I am really tired. That, uh, that is totally it's, fine. Please bear with yeah. me today but for also, those listening. To for those listening, it's Mother's Day, and I didn't do anything for Mother's Day, but I, I did go to work today. So I am quadruply tired because it was slammed today. Here's the mm-hmm. thing. You have hit on <laughs> a uh, sort of core spine to many, many horror mm-hmm. stories about cults, mm-hmm. which is something happening to the person who runs it or mm-hmm. a dark, dark truth about the thing that the cult worships. Right. Yeah. Um, you are extremely correct <laughs> in that respect, uh, yeah. which is also the twist of the story. So the, the, the lore <laughs> itself is, is uh, built around you not guessing that particular thing. Oh, uh, let's well. talk about <laughs> the Druni, Drani, Druani, Durani. This is um, 
not based on anything real, I think, from my cursory Googling. Uh, no, it is... It. Oh, There's just there enough is. vowels in it to make me think it was like some indigenous thing that Behavior stole at first. It's not indigenous. Um, it is... It's, uh, it's Hebrew. Okay. Um, it, it is technically <laughs> in... Uh, I missed that. In Eridor, E G R E G O R E. Um, uh, Described in the book of Enoch, an ancient Hebrew text that describes what the dredge is, but we can talk about. Would that it were in the fucking story, then? Yes. Um, (laughs) Hey. You won't, but I'm going to phrase this as if you will. Hey, guys, remember back in the Doctor's episode when I said Otto mm. Stamper, the Nazi, would come back? Mm-hmm. Well, here we are. Great. Um, so, quick refresher on that. We will remember that in the Doctor's episode, we talked about how there was a guy whose name was so German and obviously a Nazi who came <laughs> yeah. over to the mm-hmm. United States that his mm-hmm. name is Otto Stamper. Like, it is... <laughs> I see what you're doing. I mean, doing, his name Megan. might as well be mm-hmm. like, yeah. like me and Adolf my friend Nazi Werner and... von Braun are going <laughs> to hang out later. It's just, it's a lie. Joe von Nazi. Like, jo- my yeah, name we know. is Josef Nazi. Um, <laughs> sorry, Germans, I guess. So <laughs> <laughs> that 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 one has layers. That 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 was two words. There's a lot of layers to that one. <laughs> So in the Doctor's lore, he's mentor and kind of shapes the Doctor into the CIA mm-hmm. killing machine he becomes. Um, but then he just sort of stops appearing in that lore and then starts appearing mm-hmm. in this one. Uh, let's scroll down here. Lore the fold was founded on a private American island. Guess which one? They don't say. They kind of act like there's like islands in the middle of the United States we don't know about. There's another <laughs> Great Lake, guys. We didn't hear about this one. Folks, we got islands. It's, the fold was founded on a private that... <laughs> American island in the 1960s by a group of anonymous philanthropists. It's an easy out. Their goal was to establish a peaceful society free of dark thoughts and emotions, attracting the ah. dismayed, disenchanted, and disillusioned from all over the country. I, I, I have another thing, another uh, warning we have to add for the Dredger's story. Yes. Uh, uh, content warning for toxic positivity. Oh, yes. Oh. <laughs> Uh, yeah, oh, this is God. A, this is if a cult oh, was started by that chick who did the secret oh. book. Not all was bliss within the fold. Jesus. Oh. And Autumn <laughs> swiftly banished anyone who confessed to having dark thoughts or speaking dark, dark words. Those the he fold. appointed as guardians of the fold uh, were quick to root out malcontents, banishing anyone who thought or spoke against the almost perfect community he had established. This story is written by someone or someones who uh, methinks puts themselves in the mind space of somebody writing sci-fi or horror in the 60s and 70s. Uh, mm-hmm. Because there's a thing that you'll find in, say, a, Rad Br- a, a Ray Bradbury book or something like that, mm-hmm. where you start uh, trying to make f- fun future words by combining shit together. Uh, mm-hmm. So, like, the term, I think, let me look at that. There's one particular one in here malcontents is an actual word but then um later on when shit starts going wrong you see terms like mal thinking and mal speaking mm-hmm. bad mm. think bad speak you know what i mean we're like, doing like kinda, we're doing yeah. that shit right you know, here. Cult stuff. 
What year is it? It's the 60s. Um, <laughs> life is more or less utopian mm. dream on the island. That is, until darkness began slowly leaking through the cracks of their spiritual dam and members began to mysteriously disappear. So anyone who like starts to have a bad vibe gets disappeared from this. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, then COVID rule, basically happens that, for them. But also... <laughs> Otto basically like locks them all down in their houses and tells them to hmm. not sleep because if you sleep and you have bad vibes, your dreams will put bad shit into the world. He basically starts having them all do bro. things to make them incredibly he, paranoid. He, yeah. he gaslights them. He gaslights oh, the one. shit out of all of them. Mm-hmm. Um, in a shocking turn of events for, from um, a cult leader. <laughs> For at least a third of this lore, I think the lore thinks I'm not on to what is happening here and try to treat it like a big thing when we find out Otto's fucking evil. Um, so he, uh, the Otto Marians, by the way, the lamest cult name, he just names them after his first name. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> as the... F- as the fold bleated fear, Otto evoked desperate measures. Ottomarians were restricted to their homes to prevent spread of rumors and dark talk, while sleep was forbidden to prevent anyone from releasing dark dreams into the world. That's not Freedom and sleep would return just as soon as the Drani was not no longer upon them. He basically tells them there's a boogeyman going around town eating yeah. native mm-hmm. people. Okay, um, okay. He gets them all like it's paranoid like the village. and shit. <laughs> it's like the village. It re- it's I like actually the village. like that. <laughs> it's like it's kind of like the prequel to the lottery that kind of shit it's, it's kind of like yeah. limetown limetown except very big oh, limetown but not as not as cool yeah limetown um, didn't pull limetown off the, one I have not. limetown's peak is the guy with the tones like that like yes. the guy who ends up being self-oofed that is the that is uh, the, peak the, of it. the 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 for me it was the the pig the pig farmer the pig oh that, um, yeah <laughs> napoleon oh, fucks me up napoleon's amazing um, Mm-hmm. I just think the guy with the tones and the piano is like that's a that's a really good oh yeah scene. maybe I'll listen to this because he's like, very smart or something. Uh, please <laughs> listen to Limetown. I have like an There's eight hour a, flight. One of soon. my one of my vocal tics is a line from from Limetown, so I please need you to listen to it. Oh, which wait have I heard you say this? Leah had it. Leah okay, I have heard you it. say that, and I had no context for it, and I was like, <laughs> he's just doing a doing a thing. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna hey, enjoy. Hey, remember how the happy. TV show made for Netflix had Leah jerk off in the first episode for some reason? Excuse, I never, I did not hear about this TV show. Oh, they they and upped the sex content a little bit from zero to some, and what uh, the the like producer she gangs up with to like go record the stuff interviewing people. There's one the guy who's there for like an episode. And- yeah, um, there's a scene where they're both sleeping in the hotel in separate beds, and she just starts jerking off. While staring at him, hoping he doesn't wake up. I that's um, it's one of those prestige television things where it's like, look, a woman doing sex stuff. Like, which is like, it's uh, that's so lazy mm -hmm. now because like we Mm -hmm. know women do sex things. We can move Mm -hmm. on. We don't have to keep doing that. Shocky, shocky, real real creepy for a woman to do. But okay, (laughs) just stare. I have diversity win. I have dunked on Limetown's TV show enough. I will say this, and it's going to sound it's going to sound ironic. It's going to sound like a joke. It's not. <laughs> French Stewart of Third Rock from the Sun fame mm-hmm. plays a character that they made up for the show. So before you find oh. out about Napoleon, she mm-hmm. it's like she meets the guy who is paired with Napoleon through this. 
Mm. She learns about a guy who was involved with a killing or involved with some kids who got burned alive in a barn. And you get the scene of French Stewart in a hospital or in a bed. It's like his hospice bed in his home talking about locking these kids or seeing these kids locked in a burning barn and deciding not to open the door. And um, it's a really fucked up dark moment and you don't see any of it. You, they just put a little bit of kids scream underneath the audio, but it's all <laughs> French Stewart being dead fucking serious, acting his ass off sitting in a bed and he nails it. Like it's a really good, mm. it is in the grand scheme of things, hammy as shit that this is happening. But if you narrow it down to holy fuck, that's French Stewart doing like a one man <laughs> on the stage huh. play moment. It's really well done. I think he is really undersold as an actor being the guy who I, played Inspector Gadget in Inspector Gadget 2. Um, anyway. No, but I always like, when he shows up, I'm like, oh yeah, Fred Stewart. I, you know I, like, I, I will reveal think... myself and, and say that I did have a crush on that Inspector Gadget. The second He's one cute. or the Matthew Broderick one? Well, both. They're both cute. I get a it. A monster like, fucker liking a guy who can change his body. Wild. <laughs> With Crazy. he's got. I mean, Listen. Inspector Gadget. You could do worse. He's got gadgets. Mm-hmm. Go gadget flashlight. I. <laughs> he has a very <laughs> successful business. <laughs> <laughs> he's a family man. Anyway, he's a family man. He's anyway, a dad. Paul. He's a dilf. <laughs> Otto brings all of the people out of their COVID lockdowns down onto a beach (laughs) of this island. Um, Uh, And he has a journalist tied up on a stage and she starts yelling like, he's crazy and your cult is just lying to you. Otto's just- If only I could explain to you. If only you would listen. (laughs) What is that melody? Uh, Fucking Let me see. I'm trying to find her quote. Um- she screamed that Otto wasn't the savior he claimed to be. He belonged to an ancient cult, an exclusive club of billionaires that took pleasure in corrupting and sacrificing mm-hmm. people, towns, even countries to an elder god. The journalist told them Otto oh, hadn't banished anyone. Thing, he had tortured and sacrificed them and that they would all be next. Otto then slits her throat with the slowest reaction time I've ever seen and uh, <laughs> then basically he's like, no, no, no. She's full of shit. <laughs> like, guys. Um... Everyone then start. He's like, and she was working with one of. Imagine the 3D movie where he points at the camera, you, and mm-hmm. basically causes everyone who's still alive to start. <laughs> one of you is the murderer. Other. It, it yes. turns into it, it, Among it's, Us, it's, right? It's an I was like, meeting. oh, it's good. It's, it's Glass Onion, but less cute. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I still haven't starts, seen the first one of those. Glass Onion's the only one I've got the reference for. <laughs> The fights break out. Everyone starts literally tearing each other apart. Um, the the whole cult basically kills itself by like, no stop, don't please <laughs> stop, stop don't, murder, please. Uh, Otto watched his once blissful and joyful herd suddenly erupt into violence, unlike anything he had seen before. The fold bleated accusations and tore each other to bits and pieces with hands and teeth, and never once did they look up to see their kind and charismatic shepherd smiling down upon them with eyes that were cold, bleak, and without pity. So everyone dies, and then some fog comes up out of the ground, and 
and well, all the pieces come together to make the dredge. Ta-da! And oh, then the gross. dredge goes and kills everyone who is left. Oh. Uh, now I, I will mean, give, all right. I'm going to give the lore a little prop here. One, it has crows start circling around to really signal mm-hmm. this is entity bullshit. Mm-hmm. Um, call, call. It was everywhere and nowhere at once. And as it pick, slowly picked its way through the carnage, absorbing the darkness, savoring the misery, trailing terrible noises, shrieks, cries, whimpers, pops, cracks. Then a new line down the page, feasting sounds. New line down the page, death sounds. One more line, dark sounds. Like it's a good visually mm-hmm. on the page. It looks great. Mm-hmm. Uh Otto watched the creature as it slowly began to manifest into the very thing he had imagined, the very thing he had made them all imagine. It turned slowly to look at Otto for a long, silent moment, and then the Druani trudged away through the thick black sludge, disappearing into the shadows from which it had come. That's the end of the fucking lore. All right. Uh, So um, it's a Reddit community that destroyed itself. Uh, (laughs) To to circle back around to the, the Enoch. Yeah. It describes it as an autonomous um, psychic entity that is composed of and influence influencing the thoughts of a group of people. Gotcha. Um, mm-hmm. So, not only is the dredge born of the fears and and darkness that has happened from sacrificing and just running a cult, it also fed into fear itself. I. The thing about the dredge mm-hmm. is, I would much be much more into this if it was. I, uh, this is just my personal thing. I would like it to be canonized that there is other shit out there besides the entity. Well, um, um, uh, um, Blight talks about it a little bit. Um, he talks about the thing that allowed Dredge to be created. Hold on, I was reading it. Um, <laughs> that, um, during his journey, he theorizes that enough people worshipped, feared, and thought about a being it could be brought into existence. Mm-hmm. And yeah, um, and that works with the entity's stuff. Yes. Um, it also talks about um, uh, some stuff that happens to uh, Frank Morrison in another tome. Yeah. Caro. Yeah. How does that make Dredge more interesting? I mean, in the sense that, like, I think it's an interesting story as kind of cookie cutter stories about hey this cult was kind of fucked up go because it's mm-hmm. like we we've heard versions of this many many yes. times um i think what makes it effective is the fact that it looks so scary when you see the actual like result of this that is genuinely a frightening image like if that mm-hmm. fucker was walking at me in the dark <laughs> i'd be like mm, i'm just gonna die let's just how i probably die of fright before it even got to me that's mm-hmm. a freaky image <laughs> Like, I yeah. don't, I don't like it. Um, so I think that when you have like a physical representation of just the rotting core of this cult, um, it's, that's pretty effective. I don't think one would work without the other necessarily. Um, cause I think just the scary looking dude, I mean, he's scary looking it, whatever. It's very scary. It is a being. Mm-hmm. It. Um, yeah, it's very freaky it's um it you know what it, it also this is i just realized what it reminds me of just the necky bit with the funky mm-hmm. head mm-hmm. reminds me of the the dead yes. fetus from pt okay from i'm so PT. glad that you yes. you went there exactly mm-hmm. the same time 
we had a moment just then. That was like a telepathic bond. That was beautiful. <laughs> it's almost um, like you two were close or something. Almost like we know each other. Yeah. <laughs> but it was, mm-hmm. um, it was a really freaky image, but it's also like on its own. It's like, yeah, that's, that's creepy. But then when you have the actual story, it's like, oh no, that's fucked up, man. That's, yeah. that's really fucked up. Like it's you were, still mm. once, once the fear kind of wears off, it does become a little derpy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, he, he, he do have a look. I'm just waiting mm-hmm. for it to start taunting me from a bathroom sink. <laughs> like, start telling me like, oh, yeah, he only hired her because she looked good in a skirt. Yeah. Or like, that so guy's voice the baby that sounds like it's been wild. smoking for 47 years. <laughs> He's so creepy. I do love that part of PT though because it's so disgusting. Just out of mm-hmm. it's so gross, just out of nowhere, and you want to laugh because it's so absurd. But <laughs> mm-hmm. it's just on this side of that's genuinely really fucked up and creepy and, and uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Like it, the, the balance is very good. There. That's a different. That's a different horror franchise. Um, <laughs> that's a totally different thing. But yeah, it. It. I think yes, in the sense that like it's paired. I... The imagery is paired well with the story. I think this is genuinely the first, like, creepy monster they yes. have released. It's yeah, really fucking scary. Although yeah. someone on Reddit did say something that immediately popped the bubble of how cool the dredge is for me. Uh-oh. Uh, we couldn't license the thing, so here you go. Well, uh, no. Eh, it's no. close enough, though. I can see, like, oh, I they really guess. did. That that probably was some of but, it, but but the the thing is more of a a shifting, yeah, ch- changing, and this is uh, but all also right, okay, among whatever. us has ruined any sort of like uh, people stuck in a place wow. and uh, the red scare because the thing is based off a story that's talking yeah. about the red scare will tear, tear us all apart because everyone's going to accuse mm-hmm. each other of everything. Um, you can't do that because of Among Us now because everyone's going to be like, it's like Among Us. You watch that one episode of X-Files where they're all trapped in the <laughs> Arctic. It's like it's like Among Us. It, yeah, it's like, well, okay, but not everything is... Like, yeah, everything you know why? Us, it's a little bit like this. that because it works <laughs> as a concept. It's, I mean, and also because there's only like 10 stories to be told. Yes. Yeah, th- a lot of things of are going to ways. remind you of other things, and that's mm-hmm. okay. Um, like, the reason Among Us works is because you can use it for comedy, you can mm-hmm. use it for tragedy, you can use it for, like, this kind of thing. You can use it for the idea of someone among us is mm-hmm. either a traitor or in, is, is lying, you know, some form of, of, of deception is an interesting concept because it... it it does, like you were talking about paranoia with, you know, forcing people to be in a state of paranoia mm-hmm. is really fucked up, first of all. Mm-hmm. But that is something you see a lot in cults where they will, they work their members so, so, so hard. They feed mm-hmm. them information about how, like, well, the outside world is so frightening and terrible and trying to corrupt you. So we are here to protect you from that and and keeping people in poor living conditions. And a lot of them do that. And they will make you rely on a hierarchy of some kind for all of your needs, including your emotional needs, including mm-hmm. your, um, I mean, everything. And and then will induce in some way this paranoia, this the, and, and will prey upon what was already there and will add to it until you have, you have no way to avoid it. You have no other 
you you just you just can't separate that from the rest of your life and you can't logic your way out of it because those logical paths that you once had in your brain have been kind of overwritten that's Mm -hmm. why like people who leave cults need deprogramming because Mm -hmm. it's literally like we got to rewrite your brain a little bit now and it you know when you see like when you have that story I think that's effective on its own because that's very scary because literally anyone could join a cult. Never think that you're not uh, someone who could join up. Everyone, absolutely everyone could be uh, brought into one. Much like Garfield says, you are not immune to propaganda. You are not immune to propaganda. (laughs) You are not immune to cults. And with 10 minutes of recording time left, uh, we now hit the house. Uh, Here's his map. It's a it's a house that is yeah. in a whirling void where random objects are. It's almost like we're seeing a uh, area that the entity be- is building that isn't done yet, and the entity yes. is picking mm. random things. Like this house is like in a Louisiana weeping willows kind of vibe. Yeah, and then there's also just like a locomotive with that's buried vertically in the dirt, and half of it sticking <laughs> up out. There's like random things from random places, just sort of like it all around like the yard. It feels like an in between world. Yeah, it's a little also like if a toddler were asked to like build a house, you know what I mean, with their toys, mm-hmm. and they just kind of mm-hmm. were like, "This is a house, right?" Like, Aesthetically, sure, it's huh? interesting. Uh, Play wise, I heard a lot of people bitching about it when it first came out, and people, no mm-hmm. one voted for it that i see i find it fine mm. now but like i'm mm-hmm. my main killer so that might be why uh let us talk about his mori which oh, also happens oh, on that map in this oh, footage this is it's so good this is possibly one of the best moris in the game mm-hmm. i'm physically mm-hmm. leaning back so far right now. <laughs> so so he grabs you by the tiny hands come out of the fog to do this stuff and and grab you by the ankles. Oh, no. You get stabbed a shitload of times. You get hit once with the main weapon. Then two sort of appendages come out, grab mm-hmm. you, and then you mm-hmm. get smoke vored. And there is a when Ooh. you get stabbed in the back, there's a very good sound animation of it, like tink 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 yeah, tink very into good. you. It's oh. very good. It's so good. Oh. Uh, uh. And here we have a video game I prepared earlier. Is a little stressful because, like, it's not Uh, gory. It's not that. It's just like, ooh, the unknown. Yeah. Now there are not a lot of outfits for Dredge, as this might not shock you to learn. But there is one. I did hear. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. We're gonna look at him. So I love the Dredge's entrance here, and here is. (gasps) His Christmas <gasps> look. His Christmas one. It's the snowman. It replaces the oh. head with a big ball of snow with teeth and blood and shit. It's great. It's so oh good. God. This one. I kind of love that. Oh. Actually, I didn't equip. That's not the right weapon for that one. But uh, the point remains. Is, is it Jack in the Box? The the food chain that has yes. the. Uh, it okay. does kind of look. He does look like the Jack like in the, the Jack Box. In the box. <laughs> Just. Uh, and here hungry. is his masquerade <laughs> look, which I really this like. This one is cool. Oh, I'm into that. Mm-hmm. Everything's gold that. masquerade cool. mask. It's great. Um, and now we run to the store. The way this thing is actually built is fascinating to me. Because uh, mm-hmm. it was not how I thought it would move, and I'm really into it. Here's twisted plaything. As it decayed, no. it replaced parts of itself with anything nope. even resembling a human. Particularly those that mm, struck fear. Mm, 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 mm. No, no, no. I don't like that. Did I ever tell y'all that when I was growing up, one of my friends uh, 
uh, moms collected dolls and they were yeah. everywhere in that house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, just Terrible. a fun little fact about me. Cause you'd wait, <laughs> go over for a sleepover, wake up and there's just, doll- it didn't matter where in the house you were. There was a doll looking at you or, or like dozens of them actually. So and there uh, were those realistic ones. Ugh. This one's called Skeletal Mass, but I think you could fairly call this one showing whole because, like, they redid <laughs> his head mm-hmm. to look like it's just being gaped open by a bunch of hands, and it's really, oh. it's very Goatsy-esque in a way I like they ju- had to know what they're doing. I'm glad you mm. said it and I didn't. Horse. But I did think it. Horse, also, horse, horse, the horse. horse head keeps falling out of here is Maurice's head that keeps flopping out. Is, uh, is the clown's horse... Who has oh been no, they godfathered the, the horse. <laughs> well, actually, here comes the final one called Memory of Maurice. There was no <laughs> sign of Maurice, but the memory of him was reflected in the dredge's darkness. Here oh, is no. Horse oh, Dredge. Oh, it's so good. Oh, yeah. um, there's the, fact, the, oh, the bone one. The, the bone him. one we were just on was supposed to be the dredge's original outfit. Mm. And then they ended up going with what it has now. Yeah, Skeletal okay. Mass is a bad look. I'm glad they didn't mm-hmm. make that the default. Mm-hmm. And this horse... God, I love this horse. Very good. It's um, very freaking... It's very, like, if Equus was even darker. As I very much appreciate when video games do uh, horror stuff with horse skulls that mm-hmm. doesn't try to flavor it as Native American or anything like that. Yeah. Because there's yeah. ways to do that that isn't, and that's one of them. Uh, time for banning the sick filth. I have yeah. I have looked up Dredge on Rule34.xxx. There are 20 entries. Mm. Uh-huh. One of them is hilarious to me because it is okay. a render of the Dredge where the only things different are at the logo instead of Dead by Daylight and then whatever mm-hmm. of Dredge is the name of the fucking... Uh, it's called Dong by Dome Light, Seeds of Dredge. <laughs> And the only thing different about the Dredge's model is out of the fog is two of the hands that, you know, there's lots of <laughs> hands involved. They're basically uh-huh. holding a dick like a dildo. <laughs> like there's just a normal human dick kind of sticking out of that's the only thing different Phenomenal. about this to make it horny. And I find that funny. Um, <laughs> there's also a drawing of Michael Myers getting absolutely destroyed by the Dredge. You know what? Good for him. Good for him. Uh, so I adore the dredge, um, like I called him before, uh, cunt face, yeah. um, formed from the collective idea that everyone hates you and they're right to, um, <laughs> I, I love them. I think they're super creepy. They're super scary. Uh, the reason they don't have like a full scary sexy, uh, score is because once the terror w- wears off, they are a little derpy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but total total point store of 130 love them to death uh as far as archive of our own goes let's see if this will pop up even <laughs> zero results oh, the God. first the first um, thing on archive to have nothing <laughs> uh he oh okay he's got 39 all right um m- most of them seem to have him oh no he he does get he does have some folks. Most are graphic depictions of violence or rape or non-con. Yeah. Um, they tend to ship him with the reader or Dwight. That's a recurring theme. Yeah. Well, Dwight does get shipped with a lot of people. Well, they want to see that twink obliterated. I understand. Mm-hmm. Of course. <laughs> as as they have every right to. Where are we feeling him on 
vibes rank. Our official never before questioned or changed <laughs> ranking of the killers. Ah, I, uh, I get. I just. I. I get the ick. You get the ick. The cult <laughs> ick. I get the ick. Yeah, it's uh, it's yeah. Mm. I would say cults are a deal breaker. <laughs> Coward. <laughs> Many things um, in this show are a deal breaker. Cult seems to be mostly cults. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Like before the trickster, I don't know. Before the trickster. Mm. So right above cowboy. Yeah, sure. I was gonna put in dredge because why type the we have now uh, uh, that we have now ranked ignore the what it says on screen we've ranked twenty three I think killers so far. Mm-hmm. Good God, mm-hmm. we've come a long way. Um, we're almost done. We're almost there. Look at our journey. Uh, our journey has been so beautiful. For media recommendations, I'm just gonna give you two homework and say if you could just record a quick like mm-hmm. thing yeah. when we hang up. Yeah. Um, I'll do mine because it'll take 30 seconds real quick here. Uh, since we've been talking about cults, I want to very, very <laughs> passionately recommend the comedy audio drama This Sounds Serious, uh, a cast <laughs> box original. Mm-hmm. This Sounds mm-hmm. Serious is, uh, it's not a parody of serial, but if you know what serial is, it's in that <laughs> investigative journalist vibe <laughs> where. Mm-hmm. Good. The gimmick is an investigative journalist has an obsession with listening to 911 calls, and that sounds like a legitimate premise for a real, actual, serious uh-huh. podcast, except this takes place in a goofy, goofy world uh, where everything's <laughs> the same. It's just this fucking sitcom-level wacky people that she encounters. The first season is the case of Daniel Bronstadt, Florida, 2007. A famous local weatherman is found dead in his waterbed. His brother calls 911 to report the murder. This sets off a shocking series of events in involving cults, boy bands, horses, and mistaken identity. Um, Every season is a banger. The third season is fucking amazing. Uh, It involves a heist movie where there's an act, like there's kind of a heist going on at the same time as it being made. Uh, The first season, Daniel is funny as hell. Uh, It's uh, because it's about, it's these twins where one of them's a famous weatherman. The other one's a fucking loser. The fucking loser finds his brother drowned and calls the F calls 911 about it. Mm -hmm. But he's also really cagey and weird. At one point he just puts the phone down to go get like ice cream outside or some shit. (laughs) And then comes back to the 911 call. Uh, (gasps) It's amazing. The voice acting is really good. And uh, to give you an idea of how committed to their craft, the people are who made this in the second season, uh, the 911 call is a bank robbery uh, hostage call where they're trying to get the guy inside to let the hostages out. The way they did the audio, because it's such a big part of that season, is they literally called a phone in another <laughs> part of the office and had all the actors in the room physically do the <sighs> scene so they oh could God. get the audio through a shitty phone speaker. Oh, I love that. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. I love when people just do stuff like that. It's yes. so fun. And this is where I'll edit in Cole and Caro's recommendations. And I'll be <laughs> yeah, like, cool. wow, those are so good. Because you two never <laughs> recommend lame uh, things. Caro, do you want to uh, hop onto a Discord call? Yeah, there you go. You two can to... just sort of riff off it. And I'll yeah, just yeah, yeah. edit in me going, hmm, interesting. <laughs> uh-huh. mm-hmm. Gives me a minute to yeah. remember to do one. Because yeah. I forget every week. Y'all don't see me scrambling when I when we're halfway through the episode. And I realize, oh, shit. <laughs> It's not that that important. This is for funsies. Uh, It is Uh, the movie Renfield. 
Uh, oh. It was, it was terrible. Yeah, but it was very entertaining. <laughs> um, I'm so glad. The I best know what way it is I, for once. yeah the the best way I think to describe it is, it feels like they did not give these actors a script and just told them, here's how we need the scene to move along. <laughs> Get to it. And sometimes it really worked, <laughs> and sometimes it did not. Um, and I love that as a concept, it, but it's really just Nicholas Cage and that one bottom from the great. Um, hold on, that's that that's one? very unspecific. Um, hold that, on. I've seen the great um, that one. Uh, uh, it, his name is Nicholas Holt. Oh yeah, um, it's okay. just. It's just the two Nicks <laughs> running around just right. being the worst and so fucking stupid. It's phenomenal. Good. Um, it, it also has Ben Schwartz who plays. I love Ben Schwartz. One of, he plays one of the most sexually confusing characters I've ever seen. Really? Because on one hand, he is disgusting. And on the other hand, I need him to like fucking like face fuck me i don't know it like <laughs> i need him to take a shower and I, also hit it raw <laughs> that's interesting because when i look at ben schwartz i don't think mm-hmm. i love i it, think he's for delightful. whatever reason it it, it works okay I, I, he's a terrible that character is a terrible person but it, he fucking love, slaps i fucking mm-hmm. love it when i'm watching something and i see an actor and i'm just like I have never found you attractive in that way. And mm-hmm. now I'm confused. He, <laughs> I love when that happens. It, mild, mild spoilers. He he snorts a centipede <laughs> and it is he, it is the hottest thing he like what? he could have done. Okay, I might it, we like, might not land in the same place with this movie, but I respect like, it. When I say disgusting but but sexually attractive, <laughs> I, I fucking mean it. I thought you just meant like he was a little grimy. No, <laughs> no, uh, the uh, no. Um, there is not one conventionally attractive man in that movie. Yet all of them That's are fucking fair. like, wow, I tend delicious. To, I tend to find unconventionally attractive people hotter anyway. Mm-hmm. Like I get it when I see the like traditional attractive people i'm like mm-hmm. I, I get it mm-hmm. like i'm not gonna be like ew but like yeah if you're a little weird doesn't uh you're a little weird. yeah if you're a little off if you're a little weird mm, absolutely get into that yeah we, we say on the monster fucker podcast <laughs> <laughs> Cara, yeah, what is your recommendation bohemian grove is a restricted uh 2700 acre campground in wow. california and it belongs to a gentleman's yes. club known as the Bohemian Club, and they do mm-hmm. like a two-week little get together, and it's creepy and culty and weird. Um, mm-hmm. It, mm-hmm. yeah, it don't feel great about it. Uh, women can't join. Um, and no. oh no, oh no, that's the big problem Oops. with them. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they're they're just it's very strange. Um, but it it stuff about them like went further obviously than just like these weird rich people get together and yeah. play camp for two weeks. But yeah, in any case, it just reminded me so much of that. Um, and there was another organization 
similar to that. And I'm blanking on that name as well. But I also did watch the um, the Nexium documentary, or I watched the first part of the Nexium documentary. I haven't watched the the follow up. Um, that was wild because I did not know very much about it. Because uh, like everybody else, all I learned the only time I learned about it was when it was in the you know the downfall. Um, and when all the legal stuff was happening and, and we were like, what the fuck is this? So it, yeah, it's a wild story. Um, that one's rough. That's a, that's a rough documentary because it just keeps going. But anyway, there's some cult stuff for you. If you want some real world <laughs> yeah. cult, which you shouldn't want it, but <laughs> try to avoid but, it. But you know, yeah. if, if you would like, like a, like a cult adjacent that you don't actually yeah. have to be a part like of. Like a little, like, yeah, yeah. A little like what not to do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a little totally. inoculation against the cult. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's how that works. All right. All right, we'll call that good. Great. The, ba- <laughs> ba- back to you, Davin. <laughs> yeah, but I always right. want to have. Okay. But yes. Go. Shall we sarcastically this, sign off? This is where we yeah, sign yeah. off. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Next episode, we will be talking about a killer I was not as excited about. Uh, but, you know, they exist. Uh, who is it next? That totally yeah. isn't me stalling while i google killer dead by daylight oh no we're doing wesker (laughs) we're doing wesker i'm someone i'm I'm not read by i'm not resident evil pilled enough to give a shit about wesker but we'll have fun i don't i I hate this wesker wesker's terrible uh here's 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 one for all the resident evil nerds in the audience we certainly will have more than seven minutes to deal with you uh Mm -hmm. that's a that's an excellent line that you hear a billion times from wesker Thank you, everyone, so much for listening. We hope to see you next episode when we talk about the blonde boy. And uh, then, like, two more episodes after that, and we're done, skis. All right. Hell yeah. See y'all next time. (laughs) All right. Bye. Bye.